writers and gurus as part of a series of presentations on Secrets of the Great Investors, narrated by Louis Rukeyser. On September 5, 1929, the maverick newsletter editor Roger Babson spoke before a nervous audience at his own annual National Business Conference in New England. His warning of a stock market crash was immediately picked up by the Dow Jones Financial News Service. In his book entitled The Great Crash, John Kenneth Galbraith extracts the key nuggets from Babson's speech. Sooner or later, a crash is coming, and it may be terrific. Factories will shut down. Men will be thrown out of work. The vicious circles will get in full swing, and the result will be a serious business depression. A stock market swoon immediately followed, and Babson's speech was blamed. An equally quick rally, later called the Babson Bounce, led editorial writers at Barron's and leading academic economists to heavily criticize Babson's pessimism. But Babson was soon vindicated by Bloody Thursday, October 24th, and Bloody Tuesday, the 29th. By 1932, the Dow Jones Industrial Average would be down by over 89%. As stocks kept tumbling in 1931, a stock market analyst just fired by Moody's Arnold Bernhard painstakingly calculated what he considered the true price value, or the value line, for each of 120 major stocks. Bernhard compiled his work into a book of one-page stock summaries and tried, but failed, to sell it to major banks and brokerage houses. Decades later, Bernhard recalled, I worked these equations out for 120 individual stocks. It was hard for me to realize how little the world would be interested. I called on banks and institutions without success. Bernhard's associate, Major L.L.B. Angus, rashly advertised the $200 limited edition book for just $55. Bernhard thus discovered the magic of discounted pricing, direct advertising, and a certain weekly ad in Barron's. Some sixty fifty-five-dollar checks appeared on my desk in response to the Major's recommendation. That was how I learned that a service could be sold to the public by means other than direct personal representation. The Value Line service has advertised in Barron's every week since that time. Babson and Bernhard represent two extremes of the financial newsletter community. The perennial bear, warning of the crash to come, and the quiet, patient sleuth, always looking for bargains, especially in the wreckage of a bear market. To this day, both camps are amply represented among newsletter writers. Thousands of newsletters are available. Hundreds are actively promoted through the mails. How is a modern investor to choose one or two leading voices from this cacophony of conflicting advice? Before we address this question, let's first get some perspective on what the investment newsletter industry is all about. 